Good morning, Alberta. As we said, uh, just uh, standing by for the start of the news conference taking place in Saskatchewan this morning. Um, here's what we know so far. Um, researchers involving um, uh, researchers from the University of Saskatchewan using ground-penetrating radar have uncovered hundreds of graves at the site of Maryvale Indian Residential School, which is about 140 kilometers east of Regina. Uh, this discovery is said to be the largest to date so far in our country, uh, three times larger than um, the number of Bodies found in unmarked graves at the Kamloops Residential School site. That was 215. So uh, we're looking at about 650 at a minimum. Um, That school uh, was in operation for 100 years. It didn't close until 1997. And it ran for a very, very long time. Two-thirds of the bodies recovered or discovered to this point uh, were in unmarked graves. So it's going to be the latest in what unfortunately will be a long series of um, similar announcements, as we know these kinds of efforts are underway right across the country and in our province, the announcement yesterday. I believe the press conference has now started, so uh, let's get the details uh, live now from Saskatchewan. So a quick summary, we have Cadmus Delorme, Chief of the Cowess's First Nation, uh, Federation of Sovereign Indigenous Nations, FSIN Chief Bobby Cameron, and then we will open up to questions. So Chief, I believe, yes, we are now live on Facebook. You may begin. Cadmus Natisi Kasu ni Tukama Kaniwin Kauzis Isquinguinik. I say good morning to you all. My name is Chief Cadmus Delorme of the Kauzis First Nation. Before I begin on the Maryville Residential School story, I just wanted to emphasize that the recent story of the Kamloops Residential School 215 found graves has triggered many across this country. And I just wanted to start off by reading two numbers that anybody that what I will share that may re-trigger that that you can call. If you are looking for the residential school line to help with mental emotional, you could call at 1-866-925-4419. If you're more local in the Treaty 4 territory in Southern Saskatchewan, we do have a line that's gonna be open this afternoon. We have partnered with Regina Treaty Status Indian Services, and you could call them at 306-522-7494. In 1886, the Roman Catholic Church in the Old Blades arrived on Kauzis First Nation. And that is when the gravesite began. In 1898, the Maryville Residential School opened its doors and it closed its doors in 1996. The Roman Catholic Church overseen the gravesite. The Catholics and and the, the the, the prayer and, and religion overseeing the gravesite. We started our radar penetrating research on June the 2nd of 2021. As of yesterday, we have hit 751 
unmarked graves. This is not a mass grave site. These are unmarked graves. Over the past years, the oral stories of our elders, of our survivors, and friends of our survivors have told the stories that knew these burials were here. In 1960, there may have been marks on these graves. The Catholic Church representatives removed these headstones and today they are unmarked graves. At this time, I'm just going to share my screen so you have a visual of, of what we're talking about. You're going to notice that there are flags, and I apologize, it might be a little tough to see. But this is now today uh, on Cows' First Nation, and this is what we call today our community gravesite. It became our community gravesite after the 1970s, when the residential school was stopped overseen by the Roman Catholic Church and the Archdiocese. We also wanted to show you a little more of a, of a visual from a drone perspective. Of the 751 hits, the machine has a 10 to 15% error percentage. So <clears throat> we will only go by the hits that we have of 751 but we do know there's at least 600. You're gonna notice that they are in proper order. These that lay here are one meter by one meter apart in some cases. We cannot affirm that they are all children, but there are oral stories that there are adults in this gravesite as well because it was the Roman Catholic Church that overseen this gravesite. Some may have went to the church and from our local towns, and they could have been buried here as well. This could be triggering to many, but when you're from Cows' First Nation, or you have attended the Maryville Residential School, which many have in Southern Saskatchewan and Manitoba, we always knew that there was graves here. The recent story of the Kamloops Residential School has triggered many in this country, and we, we knew this was gonna trigger as well. There are many agree to disagree from Kausis on the history of this gravesite. But I want to affirm to you, we are talking about unmarked graves. We're not talking about a mass gravesite. Today in this country, First Nations people and this instant houses, we we've never ever swayed away from who we are as a Nehawak and Nishinaabe people. The Roman Catholic Residential School has impacted us intensely 
And today we have generations that may have not went to residential school, but they are feeling the first and second generation of that impact. All we ask of all of you listening is that you stand by us as we heal and we get stronger and that we all must put down our ignorance and accidental racism of not addressing the truth that this country has with Indigenous people. We are not asking for pity, but we are asking for understanding. We need time to heal, and this country must stand by us. We have reached out to the Government of Canada, the Prime Minister, Minister Bennett, Minister Miller have reached out and told us that they stand beside us in what they can help with today. I have reached out and they have reached out to me, the Roman Catholic Church, our archdiocese in this region, his name is Don, and we have talked as well. What we are going to be doing now is we are going to be putting names to these unmarked graves. We want to honor our loved ones that lay there today. We want to make sure that we keep that place and preserve it so many could come here and heal. It's going to hurt in the coming months because the more we put names to them, the more that it is going to re reopen <laughs> some of the pains that many endured at the Maryville Residential School are going to reopen. The gravesite is, is there and it's real. And if you were to see it, there are 751 flags when you look at it. It is the pain of the memories of being in the school for many that it is triggering. And that's why I thank all of the messages everyone listening, that I ask you to open your mind that this country needs to have truth and reconciliation. There's going to be many more stories in the future, and, and this is Cowes' First Nations moment of our truth. In the coming days, um, we will continue to do our research, and one day there will be a monument there every one of those graves will be marked and probably not every grave will have the exact name, but that is our end goal. I thank you all for giving us this moment to tell our story. And I just want to rephrase, this is not a mass grave site. These are unmarked graves. And we didn't remove these headstones Removing headstones is a crime in this country. And we are treating this like a crime scene at the moment. And we will know more as we continue our research. Again, to the ones that are listening that have went to residential school, that are descendants of residential school survivors, there are numbers available for you to call and you are not alone. At this time, I just wanted to give a moment for our knowledge keeper, Florence Barvier, to, to come and share a few words before Chief Bobby Cameron.
Florence? Yeah, right there. Just speak into there. Okay. I'm 80 years old and I went to boarding school down there. I, I was uh, taken by my parents to go. At that time, if uh, the parents didn't want to uh, allow their children to, to go to boarding school, one of them had to go to jail. So in order that we keep the the family together, we went to boarding school. They brought us there. We stayed there. And we learned. They, they pounded it into us. And really, they were very mean. When I say pounding, I mean pounding. Those nuns were very mean to us. For, I don't know. I don't think they liked, liked it being there either. But... Uh, we had to learn um, uh, how to be uh, Roman Catholic. We couldn't say our own our own little blessings the way we said it at home. We had uh, our own way of honoring ourselves and Mother Earth in our own homes when we were little, but we had to to leave all that after. So when, when um, we were taught at home that we had, um, we had to look after ourselves physically, mental, emotionally, and spiritual. So that got all stripped away when we went to boarding school. They told us what to say. They told us about a, a new um, being that was supposed to be our uh, ultimate savior. But the ones we had in our, in our um, school, they were not nice either. They were very, uh, uh, they were very um, condemning about our people. They told us our, our, um, our people, our parents and grandparents had no, um, um, they, they didn't have a way to be spiritual because we were all heathens. And this was, the, I was the third um, one in my family that went to that school. My grandmother went and my mother and, and me. So they were still teaching that all, all the time. So they were putting us down as a people. So we learned how to not like who we were. And that has gone on, um, on and on, and it's still going on. Because we couldn't teach our people, our own families, how to look after themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. They made us, when we became assimilated, they made us think different and feel different. So it's, it's uh, 
a lot of the pain that we see in our in our people right now comes from there. Mm-hmm. So, and I went uh, to another school, Little Brett also, and that was the same thing. You know, they had, uh, uh, they made us believe we, believe we didn't have souls, both places. And that was the ultimate uh, desire of all of us to, how can we be better, do better? And, and sometimes it's, it's really hard to know and and how our parents had um, our parents and grandparents had uh, a hard life because they were they were um, had to be assimilated. So now now we know how to do that. It's we don't have to go back. We just have to learn how to look after ourselves in a good way. So I thank you, Chief, for allowing me to, to come here and, and talk a little bit about it. I'm an elder on the reserve. I have a sweat lodge. I stopped it now because I'm I want somebody else to do it. But if we you need an elder, you know, people want to come, they can come. I have a lodge. Uh, my my uh husband had built me a little lodge. So that's where I see people. I don't tell them anything. I don't tell anyone who is there, but I'm busy. Thank you. Hmm. Back to you, Larissa. Thank you, Florence. Thank you very much, Chief. Uh, We will now have uh, Chief Bobby Cameron. Uh, Tony, can you please uh, pin Chief Cameron? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Chief Cameron, are you there? Yeah, I'm I'm here, Larissa. Perfect. Can All right, you hear me? Yeah, just for the record, okay. ladies and gentlemen, this is FSIN Chief Bobby Cameron. He is the chief of the Federation of Sovereign Indigenous Nations, which represents the 74 First Nations in Saskatchewan. Chief, whenever you're ready. Yeah, good morning, First and foremost, to our God, our Creator, for a beautiful day today. To our Nokum, our Knowledge Keeper, our Elder, for the opening prayer, thank you. Chief Cadmus and your your community for the challenging work that you have just completed. Uh, We are grateful and thankful and our prayers to each and every one of uh, your families there in Kawasis. And to all that are on the line that are listening, you have important work to do in terms of getting the the message out there for the world to understand what we First Nations have endured for many, many decades 
within the residential school era, the 60s school, the day schools, and currently in the child welfare system, where there has to be and must be immediate change, where our First Nation children come home to our communities and be raised in, in our communities amongst our own language and culture experts. This was a crime against humanity, an assault on, a first, on first nation people. We are proud people. The only crime we ever committed as children was being born indigenous. A lot of work, a lot of healing will take, will take place. There are many sites that we're going to, going to be doing this similar work and we will find more. So we ask for each and every one of you to continue to work with us, to continue to pray for us. We call on all levels of government to, to work with us, and which they are. But in terms of the, the healing and the, the aftermath of, of moving forward for our survivors and descendants, what are the expectations and what are the outcomes? I would also like to say this on behalf of the Federation of Sovereign Indigenous Nations, that we pray for all of these children, their families, and the community of Calasis. To all our First Nation people, please take care of yourself. Please take care of each other. We are seeing the results of the genocide that Canada committed here. Genocide on our treaty land. We will find more bodies and we will not stop until we find all of our children. We will do a search of every Indian residential school site and we won't stop there. We will also search all of the sanatoriums, the Indian hospitals and all of the sites where our people were taken and abused, tortured, neglected and murdered. We will tell the stories of our children, of our people who died, who were killed by the state, by the churches, and we won't stop until we locate all of them. The world is watching Canada as we unearth the findings of genocide. We had concentration camps here. We had them here in Canada, in Saskatchewan. They were called Indian residential schools. Canada will be known as a nation who tried to exterminate the First Nations. Now we have evidence. Evidence of what the survivors of the Indian residential schools have been saying all along for decades that they were treated without humanity. They were treated, they were tortured, they were abused, and they seen their classmates die. They even had to dig graves for their own fellow students. Can you imagine that? These stories will come out. Canada will have to work with us in the spirit of reconciliation. Prime Minister Trudeau, Premier Scott Moe have committed to doing this. And we will, we will go the distance on this. We expect and demand a full and public independent inquiry into the genocide. We need to verify causes of death and identify these children. Our people deserve more than apologies and sympathies, which we are grateful for. Our people deserve justice. Canada can start by handing over all of those records. The churches can start by handing over all of those records. To all of our allies, we need support as we grieve.
This is just the beginning of the number of children who will be found. As I mentioned earlier, we won't stop until we find them all. I want to say this on a, on a lasting note. We try to put our ourselves in the eyes and the bodies of these children who are, who are now being found in the ground, who have been waiting for decades to have a proper burial and to be honored properly amongst our own protocols, traditions, and customs. And a small First Nations voice said, they found us. They found us. Thank you for listening to me this morning. Thank you very much, Chief Cameron. Uh, we'll now turn it to uh, some questions. I see uh, Elmer. Elmer, I don't want to butcher your last name. So We've been listening to live coverage from Saskatchewan as the details of a horrific discovery were revealed. We heard from Cowess's Chief Cadmus Delorme uh, speaking earlier and giving us the details. 751 um, bodies recovered in unmarked graves or discovered in unmarked graves at the site of a former residential school in Maryvale, which is about 140 kilometers east of Regina. Um, and uh, as we know, it's not going to be the last discovery, um, so we'll continue to cover this story. Right now, though, we'll take a short break.